The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Hi and welcome to episode 16 of the Mighty Whites podcast. Uh, not that much has happened since the last one really, I suppose. Just a couple of little things. Uh, we'll click f- is still gone. Yeah, click click is still <laughs> at you, Twigs. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag click news. <laughs> Got it in 17 yeah. seconds. Uh, in other news, there's been a little bit of upheaval at the club. Uh, I think there's a there's a, going to be a different guy in charge, apparently. But we'll burn through the games against Hull and Cardiff. Not that we really want to talk about them, and then we'll come on to Christensen after that. Uh, Hull nil, Leeds nil, shit game. Weird wild man at match. That sums it up, really, don't <laughs> it? Crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was the first time we've all gone to a bean back in a long yeah. time. Yeah. But phew, it was a dreadful game. And to be honest, uh, Fraser Campbell should have won it for all. Yeah, they should have won it, really. Yeah. yeah, they had the better chance, I'd say. Not that they were good, but they were better than we were. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just. It was the passing. Every single time they tried to play a ball, it was just ridiculous. At Vieira as well, just especially in the first half, Vieira, oh. it was just un- unreal. I think I said the amount of times we connected four or five passes, you could probably count on one hand. Yeah, we just couldn't get anything going in the midfield. Gave it away, just sloppy passes, just always two, three yards behind or in front of someone. When it was just, we made it so easy for them to just pick up the ball and press on. This is a team that, although they are down there as well, they, they have got some decent players there, some decent individual mm. players, and the amount of time we afforded them, it, you know, if if they'd have been more confident, and you know, they, we could have ended up getting beat two or three nil there. Um, but it's just like you say, KC, just balls out wide, even just the amount of balls that went into touch, and just they were miles away. It was just. I don't know. I've never, I've not seen them play like that all season up to that point. I know, I know, we've had a few players out, but th- that looked like a group of players who'd never played together before. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there was no cohesion about the way they played anything. The amount of times, and especially for Vieira, who who can pass, the amount of times he just didn't look and smashed it forward or smashed it out of play, it just got so frustrating. There were one in particular. He got ball and he went to play it. Like, kind of out, out wide, but he played it back to fullback, and it just went about three, four foot over his head when he jumped. I just thought, uh, fair enough. Like you said, if if, the, if that group of players haven't been together before, fair enough. You can understand it being a little bit disjointed, but just some individual errors and passing, just technique wise, it were just all over the shop. It were, and again, we've said it in the past, there were no plan B. It were just, oh. Uh, what we set out to do is not working. We'll, we'll just carry on batting on at this. Yeah. Well, you know that your performance is poor when you have no shots on target whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, best effort oh. we had with Atlas Saga one from outside at box. I was going to say, it's not mm. the first time we've been there and had no shots on target either. No. Uh, I suppose the main news out of this game was Shockness getting injured. Two minutes in. When we already didn't have any. We were already low on defenders and he gets injured. And looked, that looked a bad one. He could nasty, didn't it? That could be a season job, I reckon. I haven't seen no confirming it yet, but I'd be surprised if it's 
any less than a few months. It was just how it jarred. It wasn't as bad as Zlatan's, but it was along them lines, wasn't mm. it? Just how it, it yeah, it wasn't nice. Well, well, for the sake of continuity going into the podcast, I'll say it'll be interesting to see what Christian says about Shocknessy's injury going forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he is fine. He's free to play. He just, he just won't be involved. Can we not stop the him there just the to do season. interviews? Because he's got a lovely voice. Yeah. It's just soothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, the only good thing I can take out of this is that you we both did. had a win and I had a two-all draw, so I get two points for getting a draw, <laughs> which is the first one any of us have got anything from in a while. Oh, yeah. Every, every cloud and all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, now, don't go wrong, the whole game was shit, but it was, like, you got summit from it. This... I can't believe how bad we were. The first half of this game was ev- was probably worse than the first half against Millwall, actually. Uh, Leeds won, Cardiff 4. Our goal and own goal from Sol Sol Bamba. Uh, we were just abysmal. I mean, obviously, I was fucking furious at Berardi. Oh. If you're booked, you don't dive into a tackle like that in a needless situation. It was stupid. But the truth is, by that point, we were already 2-0 down and getting battered anyway. Oh, yeah. I don't think Berardi being on the pitch would have... We'd have still the, got, the we'd have still got difference. Yeah. It, the thing, what and all, it, when Bamba got his, when Bamba scored his own goal and you got it back to 3 1, you know, you're at home in front of a decent crowd. That should have been maybe a catalyst to give it a go, even. You know, fair enough, down to 10 men, but give it a go. We give it a go against Millwall. Yeah, you know, and look what happened there. It's But they seem to have got that goal and they just, well, it got worse. Yeah. <laughs> right, basically. Uh, yeah, that's four red cards in five games. Berardi gone, so and Janssen's injured, did his ankle. Uh, only thing of note was Lasaga missed a sitter at one 0 that he should have scored, and Alioski should have scored the rebound as well. How are we going to come on to this with Alioski? He's well out of form. He has been for a while. He wants dropping. He, I like Alioski, well, but he wants dropping. He's playing terrible. It, and, and on the wings, it's not like we haven't got options. No, Stuart Dallas should be walking into this yeah. team. Although he probably might well have to play at the back in the next game. Yeah, but we'll come so. on to that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, we're just going to burn through that. Uh, you didn't actually see much at Cardiff game, did you? I, li- honestly, I've seen the the jumping knee to Stuart Dallas. That's it. Oh, the because, Marco Gruwich thing. Yeah. Because I I saw what was put on Twitter. I, I spoke. I texted you about it and then spoke to you about it the other day. And honestly, I just went, I, I'm not going to watch this. No, uh, I mean, it wasn't the reason for his losing, but it is fair to point out the ref was fucking awful in this game. Oh, yeah, some of the decisions right. were just... It was like two separate sets of rules yeah. for the two teams. But we'd have got beat, no matter what. There were one, I think it was Anthony Pilkington. And if my memory serves me right, I think it was uh, Vieira that he did it to. It, it just went straight through him, kicked him in the air. And... Everyone around was it was one of them where you jump, referee, come on, but you, you kind of do it, kind of half expecting the whistle and just nothing. And you think, well, hang on a minute. You just stood there going, ref. Yeah, well, no, it, ref. <laughs> ref, it, what a foul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even I think even Pilkington, when he got up, even he looked as if to say, got a werewolf on there, boys. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it, that's how bad it was. It, it was just, and it, that was from start to finish, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. It was really poor. Right, uh, I had us winning, you two had us drawing, no one gets out. But we'll stay in this game because this game is the start of the TC stuff, really. So, you were saying how that goal could have been a catalyst when we went 3-1 up. Yep. The time when... Down, 3-1 three, three, down. Did, yes. Yeah. 
optimism. Yeah. So I just can't. I just <laughs> there find is an that, ember of optimism yeah. remaining. You have three goals. We have one goal. Give us your goal. <laughs> <laughs> the old one that been working as a banker. <laughs> but no. Uh, once that goal went in, you thought, well, maybe they'll get up and have a go. The beginning of the end for TC on that day was when he took the Saga off. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And which Sacco that he brought on for the Saga. Yeah, he brought Sacco yeah. on, yeah. And went none up front at 3 1 down. Yeah. I mean, he did push Roof up, but Roof kept having to drop off anyway. And Roof, by the way, how did he stay on? He stayed on the pitch, I've no idea. It was having an absolute shocker. I don't think, yeah, it won't do it all. I don't think, it's hard to say, but it's. It won his fault. I don't think it were all... I think you get what I'm getting at it. It was just one of them. He'll have walked off that pitch and gone into that dressing room and gone, fuck knows what will happen in there, boys. Sorry there. <laughs> it didn't do all that stood yeah, out, like His did first it? touch just wasn't yeah. there. Everything wasn't there. Well, but, that's for, but that sub... I mean, TC's had plenty of criticism on Twitter and you hear little murmurs and like, oh God, I think that's one decision. But this was the first time the crowd have fully turned on, for, for just fully turned on him. You know, it's a while since I've heard you don't know what you're doing directed at as manager and yeah. and booze for substitutions. And and actually, it was around the time Neil Warnock was last here. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think Hockaday was around long enough to get those chants. No, he just got the sack It was just straight to the sack in the morning. <laughs> He just never played Billy Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, even after that, I was thinking uh, I wouldn't sack him yet. I think it's harsh on him. I know we'll come to we'll, it. We'll come to it properly, but it, uh, actually, okay, so seeing as you do a near impression of him, if you could read that quote I've written down, because uh, it was as soon as I saw the quote from after the game, I went, oh, he's done. Sack him because he don't want to be he, here anymore. He's checked out. He don't want to be here anymore. I I do my best and I, I want the best for Leeds. If it's the club's decision that they want to find someone better, I cannot do anything about that. I would then go away, but with my head high. You what, hear what? that in a press conference. Can I just say, yeah, this is the first time I'm just hearing that out loud. And it's when you're using the words, find someone better, indicating <laughs> there is someone better than you for this job. <laughs> If you'd have said someone else, you can go, oh, fair enough. Don't say someone better. No, the second he said that after the game, I went from, oh, I think it's too soon to sack the manager, to, oh, fair enough, he thinks he's done. And the, the second the manager thinks he's done, yeah, you've, it's they, over. They've got to go, yeah. If you're walking in, that, I mean, a lot of players, will have, well, they will have all seen and heard that. Mm. How can you walk in and command the dressing room? Well, I mean, clearly he couldn't before well, that. No, but, you know, even if he were to stay on, how could he walk into a dressing room and command it? Mm. I yeah. mean, said that, it's not going to happen. There was a lot of people even before that. Uh, I put at half-time, I managed to get Twitter to work for four seconds at half-time in the ground. <laughs> a modicum of data. Yeah. <laughs> Did well, though. <laughs> and I managed to put out, and at the end of the game, I saw lots of things, and it was all going, look, I know it's, a there was someone who phrased it well, I said, I know it's a cliche, but I have seen a team where a manager's lost the dressing room and that's exactly what I'm looking at right now. And I thought, yeah, I can't really argue with that. I mean, now it's happened, I know it's easy to say, now it's happened and he's gone, but you look at the team from the start of the season, that first two months of that season, mm. to now, it's just nosedived, hasn't it? Yeah. And well, this, the, the thing is, we've gone through, you, you can break the season down into four stages of the undefeated period... 
Then the unwinning yeah, period. The first shit spell. And then we went on a decent run again. Yep. And now we've gone on a bad run again. Yep. I, I checked today in the league, he we'd won 13 and lost 12, I believe, and drawn 5. I'd say he's got like a 40% yeah. win rate, yeah, it, there, to it, be fair. Um, it, it, it's very strange. You very rarely see a season go like that where you can identify four periods in that way. But yeah, Especially at this stage of the season where we're just over halfway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. It, it was just very odd to see um, how it's happened. And you, you do kind of look and just think, well... You know, we've got some key players to come back, and if they come back, then you give us a chance. But clearly, something's happened where the discipline's gone. I mean, you just think now when you see the run of red cards that we had, and then you start thinking, well, Unano Kane before that had never had a red card before. No. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just things like he's that's when you start to think, you know, yeah, it, it does start to look this, like it, the you know, he has lost the dressing room, yeah, but there's something up. Uh, just incidentally, uh, Julio Banuelos, Paul Butler, and even Torres have all gone as well, so his main coaching staff, Cabrera's still there in the under 23s, yeah. we'll, he'll come up again in a bit, yeah, that does also <laughs> tell you, I think, that they have someone lined up. Oh, well, uh, which again, we will probably come to, we will come on to quite soon. Uh, but I suppose, like, what are your overall thoughts on one the time he's been here, but two just on Christensen himself? Himself, I think he's. I do think he's a de- he's a decent bloke. Is um, I think his ideas. Let me correct you. Idea. Well, yeah, he only has one. <laughs> but <laughs> it's only four two three one. That's one of his main problems. The, the way the way he presented himself and where he got job. You couldn't really argue it. Um, comes across as a decent guy, but I just think for him to come into a club where the pressure's on like it is at Leeds, he's it, not the man. Do you think in the end it's been a bit too big for him? Yeah. I feel sorry for him because the remit of you're not expected to get promoted, but you are expected to get in the top six is an odd one. Yeah. In as much as... Now, we've been there with Leeds getting to a playoff final losing and then getting relegated the next season I, I I would argue that getting in the playoffs when you're not ready to go up could be a very bad thing yeah um you know I, I, for me the measuring stick this season was listen if we are there or thereabouts happy days I was under no illusion I don't care what Radrizani said at the start of the season that anything outside the top six is a failure no. you look at that squad I, I think it is weaker than it was last season. I was going to not yeah. down to Christians. It's a thing that yeah. I was going to bring up, but I may as well do it well, now. You come on to it. Mm. I was going to come on to it. There's a one of the reasons is that Radrizani and Angus Kinnear have both consistently in interviews for the past month said we think this squad is good enough to get in the top six. So that's the measuring stick he's being put against. But when I look at that squad, I think if there is no injuries all season, maybe. But that doesn't happen. I, right it, now, I look at that squad and I don't think it's good enough to get in the top six. That squad, if you throw in a Kyle Bartley and a Chris Wood, all of a sudden looks like a top six squad. Well, you you look at the players that I think, as good as Liam Cooper has been this season, one, he's not been as good as Kyle Bartley is. No. And two, it says a lot that Kyle Bartley left and the best we could do was, was to replace backup. him with someone who couldn't get in the team ahead of him. Yeah. 
Chris Wood went and we have not replaced him. Charlie Taylor's gone and as much as I love Gaetano Berardi, he's not as good. Yeah. Oh, and he's too soon to tell with Debock. Yeah, Debock might settle him, I mean, but, but we did then go half a season without yeah. a proper left back. And this is where, again, you know, you can say what you will about Vernon and Eater, but to sign for a new club and be put a left back when really you, you're you a midfielder. And by the all. end to not even be getting a shot. Yeah. Fair. It's, when we ain't got any defenders. I think that's, you know, he hasn't been great in it, but I think that's a bit harsh. I just think some of the way, I mean, the, the whole, some of the ways that Christiansen dealt with certain players, like Click, you know, we, we've signed a player there, Polish international, come from a decent, you know, half decent league, scored goals, just couldn't get a look in. And you're thinking, well, hang on a minute, it, it, you know, we're, we're in a bad run of form here is give him a go it can't be any worse than what we've got I think and, and this is what we said before with the signing of Forshaw though like you you look at the the midfield three of Vieira, Phillips and O'Kane uh, Forshaw I honestly haven't seen a whole lot of him so I couldn't say but cl- clearly wasn't better than them or at least in TC's mind no. and uh, there was nothing I saw of him to Prove otherwise. No. To be fair to Forshaw, uh, it was his best outfield player against Hull, and he was his man at match against Cardiff. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's just like I'm just. I mean, saying we, were sh- the- we were sh- we were shy against Cardiff, but he was he was the one player yeah. that I, I think he was the only player that got seven. Mm. He again, they were like with all game. He put he pinged some nice balls around, mm. like he tried, you know. But, but I'm just saying it, because it, I think it's a difficult thing as well when we we kind of brought in the whole. Basically, everyone came in in the summer. Lock, sock, and barrel. Be you know with the director of football coming in and new manager, new coaching staff. But I think we could have all looked at that midfield three and gone, the the central midfield area, okay, we could probably do with one more backup. Yeah. But that is not the area of the team we need to strengthen. But we have like six centre midfielders on the books now. Mm. You see, I, I dare say, I mean, again, it sounds like we're all having a pop at Adam Farshaw here. Not at all, but... If you're going to go out and spend, is it four, four and a half it million? It was three and a half up front, and there's a, there's a couple of other things. So let's say four million. Yeah. It, 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 if it's going to end up costing that, I'm sure I speak for us all here, where I'd say I'd sooner throw on maybe an extra one and a half million and go sign Jack Marriott. Yeah. Than sign Adam Farshaw. Yeah, centre midfield was not the problem. No. You've got yeah. I mean, it others. is at the minute because we've got a load of injuries, but in general... Yeah, if, we, if he wanted to stick with M3, Romario Vieira's getting on bench now. But bring a, I'm not saying him, but bring a young one on and have him as backup. It's not an issue. And so in theory, I would agree. But however, I do actually think Falshaw's his best midfielder now and I think he'll be a really good signing. Yeah, he will be a good signing. Um, I just think it could have been spent on a striker though. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you look at the, the squad we had on the opening day of the season, none of us were looking at the team and going, you know what, we really need another centre mid. That that wasn't, you know, Adam Forshaw was not the droid we were looking for. Um, we still now need a striker coming out of January. And yes, I fully understand that there is a premium on goal-scoring strikers in at this time of year, but if you want us to press for that, then... I, I do agree, and I've I've defended the you know Radrizani and defended the board, but and they want to look for value for money, which is fine. But you are still going to have to spend some money if you want a goal scoring striker that's going to push you up the league a bit at this stage of the season. I mean, obviously, there is Roberts. We'll come on to him later, but we don't know how that. It's too soon to tell how that's going to go. He's still a nineteen-year-old kid. The, 
the thing that annoyed me, I know KC's going on about strikers, um, Lewis Graben, again, going out on loan to Aston Villa. You just think, well, if we're serious in what we're saying, if Radrizani is serious saying that nothing other than top six will do, that's the sort of player we need to be looking at. In this league, to me, that's the sort of yeah. calibre of striker we it would, need. And because it was only a loan, it's only a short-term gamble. Yeah. Now, well, that brings us on to the next thing. Obviously, Christensen's been sacked. I I feel a little bit sorry for him, but I do think it's probably the right thing to do. Yeah. But the key is basically, does does it fall on TC or does it fall on Arta? For me, it falls on Arta. Yeah, unfortunately, if you if you are going to use a director of football model to run things and you take the transfer responsibilities away from the manager, yep. then unfortunately that then lends itself to you have failed with the players you've brought in and again yep. as you say Anita and Click came in at the start of the season they were two of the first signings I think and, well, yeah. and non, neither one of them got, got a look in at this point I reckon I'd get in midfield before those two <laughs> um, and yes you could look at TC and say uh, you know, maybe he doesn't use his squad enough but He's the one working with them every day. I don't know how often Victor Orta is there hiding in a tree watching them or if he just sits in a deck chair and stares at them. When do you but... think he might be pulling a Gwen Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Side toilets. <laughs> but, you know, every director of football is different, but I don't know how much Victor Orta is watching the team. You see, for me, he <clears throat> were quick enough to be... Taking all the players at the start of the season. Yeah. He does put himself front and centre, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, got Saiz in and Alioski. And, and, and when they were playing well, start of the season, he, he were there and he were always in, you know, at, for, at forefront of it all. Now he seems to have disappeared and it sounds like I'm jumping on bandwagon with him, but you can only blame Christiansen for so much. Tactically, fair enough, he were a bit inept. But I will say as well, players. one of the things, because... And again, I stood up for Christensen a lot here. There was a lot of talk about changing systems and stuff like that, and I don't want to go all Lee Clark here. I I looked at the squad we had and the players that he was going to use, and uh, for me, three at the back, I couldn't see it working with the players, especially... You say I couldn't disagree with you anymore on that? I don't know. One, I, I didn't want Berardi anywhere near a back three. I don't think he's... Well, when everyone's fit, he wouldn't have been in. Because mm. the problem is, when I looked at... when The thing I'm on back, because you'll remember I wrote that article months ago, and I, re- I put leads in all formations, and the one that came out best for me was like a 5-2-2-1. Two, two, so would you have had them in your back but three? The, but the thing is, that was when everyone were fit, so you'd have had mm. Ailing at right wing back, yeah. you'd now have De Bock, or maybe even Dallas yeah, as a left wing back. But in middle, at that point, it was like... Oh well, you could have Cooper, Janssen, and Pennington. Hmm. And at that point, now you couldn't play it because we haven't got the bodies. No. Hmm. But overseas, I I just like the balance it gives you. And if you play it with not wide players as the two behind the striker, it's the only way you can get Hernandez and Saez in the team. Yeah, I I just I, I I'm not a big lover of a three at the back at the best of times, and um, I I would rather have seen as maybe take out the number ten and. While yeah. Saez is suspended, I'd have been fine. Yeah, especially yeah, especially while Saez is out, and then you can put a low. You know, well, we tied Vernon and Anita might get a game as a holding mm. midfielder. 
you know, something he what? vaguely knows how to do. Oh, so this this is a bloke who's played that position for Holland. You know, yeah. And in the Premier League and in two promotion campaigns from Championship. He's it, it, been there and done it. This is what I can't... I'm not saying he should walk into that team and eat a bit. This, with Christian, getting back to Christiansen and how he used players, you, you don't know how much input Arta would have in with team selection. That's been a theory going round a bit, hasn't yeah, it? That, you don't. You just don't know, mm. do you? Behind the scenes, it's to me. This is why. I mean, it seems to work for clubs abroad, but I, I'm just not a fan of it. If if you're going to have someone there, uh, to me, a manager, as overall, say transfers, sales, training, squad selection, it comes down to him. Never mind. If you're going to die by the sword, you should be allowed to live by it as yeah, well. This this exactly. is the thing. Like I I, I remember reading. Um, depending on where you are in the world, it's either why England lose or um, Soconomics. There is a piece in there about um, the director of football model at Lyon. And the, the, the whole idea there was the whole, that you have a director of football to keep continuity so that when managers uh, typically left for bigger jobs, as even though they were the best team in France, obviously you, know, you could go France. to Spain, Italy, <laughs> yeah. uh, Germany or England at that point. That you have a level of continuity, so everything kind of continues in the same vein. You, te- you know, when you hire a new head coach, then this is the system you play. This, you know, this mm. is the style of football. This is your remit, and I fully understand that. But that is dependent on you being successful at the time. Yeah, it only works. Yeah, if you if you aren't good. successful, then clearly the person doing the recruiting is failing, not yeah. the head coach. Oh yeah, you know, and you you look at how we were under Chilino. It was clearly, it wasn't so much the managers failing outside of maybe Hockaday. He, they were let down by recruitment policies. Yeah, 100%. I mean, for the whole, I don't, Art has done well in who it's, he has bought there's certain, especially... Alioski and size, you can't argue. Yeah, it's not just for players as well. Art has had a lot of involvement with a lot of the off-the-field restructuring, which appears to have worked. The the thing that's another thing that's got me with it, and again this comes down to um, art as well. I'm all for spending money and getting young talent in, but we see. I mean, how much have we spent on under twenty three players? That that, that we, model is, we have spent a lot, but it's filling a hole that's been caused by four years of neglect. I, th- I know, see, but the, the problem is though with that model. Again, I'm fine if you if you want to say. We want to run this club as efficiently as we can. Therefore, we're going to look at younger players, bring them in, develop them, and hope they move into the first team. That's fine, but you can't sign that amount of players for the under-23s, which is going to take some money away from the first team budget and still say your aim is the playoffs, while none of those signings, as of yet, are moving on into the first team. It does seem like a lot of this could... If they'd have just said after three months, look, we've realised there's a bit more behind-the-scenes work we need to do. So this season, we would love to get in the playoffs, but if we don't, we don't. It's a gimme this year. And at, yeah. at this yeah. stage as well, what, what, I don't know what difference it would make between sacking TC now or keeping him till the end of the season. Because, this, because you look, whoever's coming in now still has to deal with Luke Ayling's unavailable, Liam Cooper's out, Saiz is out. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we just have this gaping hole in the team at the moment. It's not. It's it's like you say. It's the timing of it as well. Straight after the transfer window closes, Ken Bates special. So we've got Abbott doing this. I was going to say at least it wasn't the day after. (laughs) 
but it's um, it, I, I just I don't know the the old director of football thing for me doesn't it doesn't sit well it doesn't with me. naturally sit well with me either. I always yeah. like to think of a manager as a manager. But. And this is it with, with Christiansen. He's you know but there's a lot of people slagging him off and like you say yeah. Tactic, tactically wise yeah he, he wasn't up to it he no. didn't have a plan B but his subs were terrible yeah they were the awful but they want his players yeah I dare say he will have had some input but yeah. but again I, I guess I think like, the remit of the head coach then is um, here's your players train them <laughs> alright this is the system we're going to play I think we need a better left winger I think we need a better right back than we already have Outside of that, you know, they will probably be given a short list of three or four players and mm. will give a recommendation, but it is not that person who signs them. No. Jesus Christ, can you imagine Harry Redknapp working with the director of football? No. Because <laughs> he'd turn the job down. <laughs> Which is good, because it probably means he's not signing for us. Get David O'Leary in his direct to a football. He's great at signing players. Under, 20, <laughs> under, under 23's manager. Yeah. Ah, he's already got links to Qatar. Yeah, <laughs> get him in. <laughs> now, uh, well, you've, we've just mentioned O'Leary. I guess that brings us on to the next thing. Uh, obviously, there's been a load of names banded about. We'll come on to the one who looks like he's going to get it last, because it makes no sense. But who do you want? I want Grayson. Who do you want not sentimentally? <laughs> Grayson's still a legitimate shout. See, I, I just th- don't think it's the best idea. I, I don't think... I, I think it is, you know. I, 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 I genuinely do. For, when you think about Grayson... I'll it, just say now, by the way, I'll tell you where he's off. Go on. Bradford sacks Stuart McCall. He's Wait, off to... One. He's yeah. off to... Tell you Gra- what, Grayson, Bradford, Bradford should get Grayson. <laughs> I'll tell you now, for me with Grayson, as far as we're concerned... Everyone knows what Bates did to him. He got us very, very close. And he had all his players sold, got given Brownie and Pugh. And, and got sacked when we were just outside the playoffs. We were eighth. We were eighth. Seventh, we got, seventh I believe. Seventh. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. we actually dropped down because of the 4-1 defeat to Birmingham that got him sacked. I think we were seventh going into the that Nicola game. The aberration, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as it were. But for me... It, He's always done a decent... I mean, Sunderland, I don't care who's walking in no. that club, but the fucked. But, um, well, we said it's, well, two of us said at the start of the season. Yeah, like him there. But <laughs> They're going up as fucking champions. <laughs> Maybe next year from League One. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for me, he's always done a decent job wherever he's gone. I'd have Grayson. Honestly, and we did... I believe we did this at the start of the season before hiring of TC oh, I think it was like the second or third episode we did like we looked at some of the managers and you're just like ah. there's there's not many that I particularly look at and it surprises me who we've been linked with considering again talk about the director of football role it's a very continental model so I'm surprised that we are actually looking at some British managers mm-hmm. um off the top of my head, there's not really anyone I could actually think of to to come in that I would be massively happy about. I'll, I'll tell you, there's two people who I know, and I, I laughed when they said it. Mark Hughes. I says, uh, no. I says, for the kickoff, we can't afford to pay Mark Hughes. The wage he will command is just ridiculous. I says, I don't think he dropped out at Championship. And just, no. 
No. Um, Do really anyone that jumps out at you? No. No. It's you know when you start looking down the list and it's always the same names that crop up and Chuffin's I know he's further down the pecking order. You're looking at Zola. No. Harry Redknapp. No, thank you. Oh dear God, no, thank you. What about in the director's box, Steve McLaren? Jesus God, no. <laughs> Luckily, no. he literally, it sounds like he was there because I think him, all his family are Leeds fans. He's from but also, York, isn't he? Also, he, Paul Butler, who of course has now gone mm. with Gridden, apparently him and McLaren are mates, and that's why he was there. He was there as a guest of him. He's been there three or four times this season, apparently. Honestly, I don't, I but, don't particularly want McLaren, but at the same time... I, I would, there's, uh, I think... 150 that I would have over Steve McLaren. I think the sad thing is... I, like, I genuinely offer our free services for free before we got Steve McLaren. Seriously, I, he I had, just know. Ever since he had that Derby team that should have walked league and he oh, took them from God. first yeah. to like 10th in two months. Yeah, <laughs> so, and then got a Premier League job out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then went back to Derby. And got them relegated. Yeah. <laughs> then somehow, yeah, like, yeah. Then somehow got back to the habit. Because I think the thing is that there is something to Steve McLaren. I don't know if that is as an assistant manager or as your, you know, a first team coach. You're saying he's Todd Grip? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, he's not the he's not the inspirational figure I would want to see. But again, are we I, all agreed that Strachan is a no go? Oh, Strachan's. Look, I love Gordon Strachan. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a good football manager. Can Thank you him. imagine him dealing with the director no. of football? He's been success. No. He's been properly successful one place. Yeah, but I'd be successful. And that was at though. Celtic, and he was still less successful than the people that went before and after him. Oh yeah, except John Barnes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Immediately before and after. Him. I mean, Strachan was the one that got him knocked. They got knocked out in second qualifying round, like five one, didn't they? Oh, what did they call the team? I can't remember, it was someone really... Yeah, really bad. I mean, even for Scottish like teams... Like the Maribors of the world. I think it's Oh, no, worse. lower, lower. Oh, God. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, when you see Aberdeen getting knocked out at Europa League by some Latvian team, it's, you, yeah, fair enough, but this were worse. It, it, it no wonder great. Scotland can't find a manager. <laughs> Tells you everything with Northern Ireland manager turns you down. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't... Speaking at Northern Ireland manager... No. That... It wouldn't work, but... I wouldn't have been that pissed off if we'd have got Michael O'Neill. No. What's he done, club level? Oh, nothing. I just quite like the guy. (laughs) Tell you who I would have. Martin O'Neill. I'd still have Martin O'Neill. But again, he's got a far too cushy number. The Republic of Ireland, he's not leaving that anytime soon. Again, for me, me, I I honestly think if we want to show some intent, and I think... Uh, our first choice kind of our first choice or the club's first choice is ticking that box is I you know I want to see someone young coming in yeah we said the same when we got Christiansen I do like him to be young if possible well you see what I'm going to throw out there if he doesn't he's probably not going to say it's total opposite but go on no there there is no name attached to that just I want someone young and promising that's Purely because he knows the league inside out and he's doing a good... He always does a solid job, whatever he is. Mick McCarthy. I, I could... I think we'd all like to see Mick McCarthy as manager in a way. I'm amazed it never happened, but yeah. I don't think now's the time. Again, another one di- having to deal with people. <laughs> what about Marco Silva? Sorry, at Media Bratislava. 
There we yeah, go. that media press. <laughs> that's, who beats, that's who put five past Celtic. <laughs> I, should, I should really have known that. No, yeah, I shouldn't uh, have been the second No, team. the Marco Silva thing, I'm sure we would love Marco Silva. I definitely would. He's one of the most promising coaches in world football. Yeah. He is not dropping to the championship. No. Yeah. I, I, I probably think that when another Premier League job comes up, I think he would he'd be up there. Even on a though short it list. went wrong at the end of Watford because of all that Everton stuff. He's a good manager. There's every single player that works with him yeah. talks about how amazing mm. he is. That, that is I mean, so I know they went down, but he yeah. he did a, he did do a very good job with that whole team. Well, he yeah, he that made season. That was doomed. He made them competitive, which is the best you could do. That and he yeah. made Umar Yas a footballer again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I tell you, if they want to work along the line of director of football, first team coach, Paul Clement. Is he still out yeah, yeah he's still out of a job, isn't he? Yeah. If all I'm, I'll tell the, you the what, reason I say that is because of the coach. Yeah. No, he would suit that model. He's worked in that before. Mm. Uh, is it Paul Clement that came that was at Real Madrid for a time? Yeah, he yeah. was uh, Chelsea, Real was Madrid. Ancelotti's assistant yeah, at, at PSG. Real, and he was at PSG and he was at Bayern as well. Yeah. He left PSG for to take the Swansea job, didn't yeah. he? Works with Claude Makalele. Isn't Claude McAlealy in charge at Eupen now or something? Something daft like that. He's <laughs> in charge of <laughs> big tackles. Sponsored by Claude McAlealy. Yeah. Well, obviously there's loads of... Obviously we've just gone through a fair few. The top two in the betting, we'll talk about the one that doesn't look like he's going to get it first and then the one that does look like he's going to get it after. Uh, and of the two, I wanted the one who doesn't look like he's going to get it. Uh, Hans Wolf. the way. Hans Wolf. Done a good job at Stuttgart. You watch more German football than me. I have also been on Twitter asking people who watch lots of German football. Stuttgart. Including the, John McKenzie, whose uh, opinion is I quite trust. He seems yeah, to know his stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stuttgart, for me, they got relegated two years ago. Last season, absolutely warped Bundesliga 2. And, and it had some decent teams in it that year as well. Yeah, it had some like, really good teams. I mean, like Hanover were still there, weren't they? And Hanover are still down there. St. Pauli are still there. There's Kaiserslautern that are still yeah. knocking about. There's some decent teams in there, and they absolutely walked it. And they've not been doing bad, to be fair, back in Bundesliga. They've, they're doing as you'd expect them to do. They're not... Like bottom, bottom half, but... Bottom half. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think they're like 13th, 14th. It's yeah. fair enough for your first year back up, and... But they play good football. Mm. But they, they really do. The main thing I saw with him was that the Stuttgart fans were very much not pleased when he got sacked. No, I think it's it's the the style of football that they're playing all from. I mean, I've seen them two or three times so far this season, but obviously I've I've seen the results. I like like you say, I, I keep an eye on German mm. football. Um, but just the the way he plays and everything, and I, I wouldn't have minded. Seeing them go that route, I mean, we know it's worked for Huddersfield, but my worry is, it, could it end up like Daniel Farker? It, it could. It, it's a chance you're taking, it's, it, no matter who you're getting, but the whole idea of it all, someone that's come through the system in Germany, got their philosophies. And, and I've, the, I've checked uh, the whole time he was at Stuttgart, he was working under a director of football. Uh, well, he was at Dortmund an awful bit. He has he has worked it with was, Klopp and Wagner. Yeah, he was. And well, I saw some interviews with Klopp where it was him where he's been asked about him and Wagner. And he, he's been saying the whole time, "If there was three of us, 
Yeah, it, yeah, it, it kept, he kept mentioning Wolf was really important as well, yeah. and it, apparently he's will, he's quite willing to change his formations about. They had he's a four at the back guy, but they had three good centre backs, so he was playing like a three five two, three four three, switching it up depending on who was playing. Doing seemed to be quite well planned out. Used to working under director of football, everyone seems to like him, <laughs> which yeah. there's a lot to be said for. If everyone thinks he comes across well, then you must be doing something right. Because if you leave, if you get sacked by a club and everyone still likes you, you must have done something right. Like Grayson at Leeds, yeah, mm. he got yeah. sacked, but everyone still likes him, so he must have done something right. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I uh, every single thing I read about him, the way that where he tries to play football, the way he worked his way up at Dortmund, won't league when he when he was in charge of the second team, yeah, getting stuck got promoted from a tough second tier. Everything I read about him, I thought, because be, I'll be honest, I'd heard his name before, mm. but I knew nothing about him. And the more I read, the more I thought, fucking hell, this sounds like it could be a good idea. It, it wasn't only that and all. I mean, I don't know what sort of um, structure they have in place at Stuttgart, but when they went down, they practically sold everyone. Well, when they went down, they'll have had... That's when we had Timo Werner and... Timo Werner was still... Uh, Didavi and... Uh, Ginczek. Yeah. Um, the, the lost Timo Horn. Yeah. Uh, he went... Um, they had some really good players and he, he built that team again from scratch. So it shows that he can, you know, he's capable of doing that as yeah. well. Well, he was second favourite for the Leeds job. I haven't looked at the odds. It will have now... It will now be 20 on. The person will come on to in a minute. But... Just say he was also second fab for the Bradford job. Was Hannes Wolf, and they've got German owners. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Mark Young, German owners who are from Stuttgart. Mm. So, and German owners who are mates with Wagner. If who's in Yorkshire? <laughs> yeah, who's in <laughs> Yorkshire? Stars are and his mates with, so I I wanted us to get him, but if we're not getting him. Yeah. May, it could well rock up at Bradford. But now on to the main event. Mm. Uh, the man this. who hates Leeds United. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure, I mean, his actual quotes were that, like, he, he didn't like, he hated Leeds growing up in Barnsley. He which, always said it was, which he uh, would, when, you, but when he you played on the streets, it was always Leeds versus Barnsley. But he did, also, he did also say that, you know, Leeds is a massive club and he's got respect for everybody. You know, he's... And to be honest... It, is Warnock, he in Holloway? Yeah, <laughs> Warnock, said, Warnock said stuff like that. And we There's hired him a shout as well. for the manager. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Mr. Heckingbottom. <laughs> Underwhelmed? Yeah, I think that's, that's the word I use as well. Yeah, he's he's got a shit budget at Barnsley, and they've sold all his best players. Over, if you take the season as a whole, he's doing perfectly fine there. Mm. But they've won one of their last sixteen games. To me, if they've got rid he's of in, he's in better form there. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> if they're going to get rid of Christiansen and say that you know that that squad is capable of a top six finish. And the results aren't being good enough, and you know, is everything about him? It's just what, not what the one. What are we now? We tenth now. We're tenth. We're seven points off at playoffs. Right. What makes them look at Heckingbottom and think, yeah, you? That's the man. Like yeah, basically, he's means, the one to take us onto the next level. I don't see it's what the problem is. They've made a lot for their own back now. If they hire Heckingbottom and go right, 
we're 10th. We know that you might not get in the playoffs from the position we're in. But if we finish 12th now, what are we going to do at the end of the season? Sack him too? Well, yeah. Because if not, well, it's like you say, if not, they are going to get asked the question, well, hang on a minute. He, has he done any better? Yeah. When Christensen left. And, 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 and I think he's unfortunate because, like I said, and for any manager that comes in now, you're walking into a, a shit situation where we've got uh, two right backs are out. Um, centre back situation. Yeah, we're down to Matthew Peddington, who could well be injured. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, he's not had a run of games, so he's not going to be fully fit. Um, we're missing our number ten. Um, yeah. So either way, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, um, I was just going to say, we'll come more on to our current squad situation and the centre-backs when we preview Chef, with Sheffield United again. Obviously, normally, because the transfer window's finished, we're going to go back to one every two weeks, but because all of this has happened, we're going to do another one next week, because we'll have a new manager and still a lot to talk about. So, I mean, obviously, we're not the... I mean, I was going to say, obviously, we're not the sort that are going to be like, no, fucking, I'm not going anymore if I do this. I mean, KC won't go again this season. I'm not he's... going again. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm leaving the country. Because he's, he's off to Portland on, on Saturday. But, like, there's a couple of things I need to say. First of all, this is the first one since the transfer window finished. We've ended up with a load of injuries. Like, what would you give the transfer market out? What would you give our January out of 10? Two. Two. Genuinely. Um... I, oh, you say I'm much higher than that. No, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm really not. I'm. I'll let you say, but I'll explain. I, I think we needed a striker, a left back, a centre mid, and a centre half, and we got all but a centre half. I, I see. I, I can see. It. I'm going to come in I'm somewhere in between the two of you because I fully agree that the players, the or the quality of players that we needed, I don't think we have signed that. No, nope. but at the same time, the positions that needed addressing, we have addressed in yeah. some manner. I wouldn't be low like two; I'd be like five. I I think that's probably where I am. And I look, and again, this comes back to the club's policy: signing someone like Tyler Roberts. Great if you want to go after young players, and you want to say by the end of our third season of this three-year plan. He will be our first choice striker, yeah, and will be a Premier League quality player. That that's fine, but you you have got to say, you know, he doesn't, especially at that age, he will need a bedding in period where he's not going to walk into this team and he's not going to get his, you know, ten fifteen goals between now and the end of the season. I hope I'm wrong, but I I don't see it happening. This the, the reason I'd say so low as two is because yeah, for sure, decent signing, Roberts. As we've just said, hopefully, turns into a decent player. Um, who was it? Debock. Debock. Yep. Again, looks solid enough. But for me, yeah, we've got a striker. But if Radjutani is saying that it's top six or not, I just think the couple of million that were spent on Roberts could have been spent better. Yeah. With the... I, oh, I do agree. If it's top six or nothing, yeah, they did. I I, I do agree that they didn't go nearly hard De, enough. Debock, so. Debock, I get decent signing. Looks solid enough in the early stages. Yeah. We'll see. We're in. Yeah, um, for sure. Don't get me wrong. As we've said, happy is here. I just think that the four million pound roughly that we've spent on him, plus the plus the two 
So when you'd, rather see that, you'd rather see that Fiona six striker. and a bit million. Yeah. Yeah. Fiona striker, because to me, if we're going to do this and say, you know, well, we needed depth in midfield, keep click. And, we had the depth there, mm. you, you know, but we had the numbers there. It, we, we were lacking up front. And it's that that just, I mean, I'm not having to go at Roberts. Roberts is a good player, but I just think when you see, like, say, Lewis Graben going to Villa on loan and where ending up with what, you know, with bought potential, but they're, which I'm fine with, but if they're turning around saying they want it here and they want it now, top six this season... Is a nineteen-year-old kid who's played very little first-team yeah, football going to do that? The January hasn't acted like they're planning on top six this no. season. This is this is why I say it, uh, and I rate it as low as I do because what they've done just don't sink in with what they've doesn't match with what they've yeah. said. With what they've said, it's it just contradicts it all. Yeah, you got to kind of think. You look at where we are now going to be at the end of the season. All right, I you know I'm not writing this season off completely yet I, you know, I think we can still gain something from this mm. season we we're going to get to the end of the season we will have had a striker who will have got you know maybe 15 16 goals by the end of it if but, Lusaga finishes well then yeah. that's possible I think it's more likely it'll be about 12 yeah. but he then goes we, that's what was it we were paying him 20 grand a week so apparently we were only paying him about about 15 which but, out of 50. There is one thing with that deal. Even if it doesn't work out, on paper it was a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but at the same time, I know you, you kind of have to take this gamble with every transfer, but that's then 15 grand a week we've spent on someone who, if, to be honest, by the time the January transfer window rolled around, we all kind of looked at and went, he's not going to be staying, he's not doing the business. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we had the option to send him back or not, I'm guessing not. I would have thought not. But and to be honest, who else? If, if we did, we'd be knackered. We, if, we'd have got, that. if we'd have got rid of Saga, Connie's saying we needed to sign an out-and-out centre-forward. If we got rid of Saga, then we needed to sign two out-and-out centre-forwards. Yeah. And we definitely weren't going to be able to do that. Well, unfortunately, we're then, in, we're then pointing out you know, we're going to be in a position at the end of the season where Saga is not the answer and we still need to find a centre-forward. And unfortunately, we're looking at a load of money that we spent on him for, to... Not be the answer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe 50, the amount we've spent on Lasaga as a load of money in the championship. This is what I was just going to touch yeah. upon. Then were you like Lasaga? It would be the tenth highest paid player at several championship clubs. This is the thing I'm going to come on to now. He's probably you know, but, on less money than Vernon Anita. But we're saying though, you know, we've spent. But can on, Vernon Anita do a job up front? Target <laughs> we, man. We don't know. <laughs> but we're saying Grot can play off Anita. <laughs> we're saying that we've spent a lot of money. In fifteen grand a week, if that's what the club is, it's just not a lot of money, is it? That's not promotion money anymore, and it's daft to say it, but it's not. Mm. But I know Wolves; you can't really include them in it. They're just they're something different. You just don't worry about them. You look at Cardiff. You look at even like Bristol City. Neil Kilkenny left us all them years ago because Bristol City offered him more money. They they pay well. Ipswich pay well. You know that. And if we're saying that Cardi- 15... Cardiff, as much as I think they've massively overpaid, just spent six million quid on Gary Medine. Gary Medine, this is it. It's a bit of intent. Mm. Whether is Gary Medine is not worth six million pound, obviously, but the actual signing of him, it shows a bit of intent. You know, he, he can perform at this level. He, he has done it past. 
you know, I've said it a few times now, when you see proven players at this level moving around clubs and you just think, well, if if you're serious in what you're saying, go for them. You know, and it's... I think, I think one thing that kind of annoys me on, on the striker front coming out of this is... Uh, it is a series of unfortunate events, but you, well, and you know, I just look at Marcus Antonsen and just think it'd just be good to have a body there, yep. just just as an option, because uh, clearly Grot, yeah. as we all said, get him in the under twenty threes away yeah. from the pressure, yep. and it and it then left us with a striker and a wi- and someone who we have mostly utilised as a winger. No, I must admit, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. As much as I don't think Antonson's the answer, I think he's closer to it than Grot is. Mm. 100%. And even though Roof's done really well when he's played up front, he's not a striker. Let's no, be honest, he's the, not a striker. The problem with Roof is, I'm going to say that when Roof does eventually leave Leeds United, he's going to be going down and up. 100%. Roof is not quite a number 10 and he's not quite a winger, and he's not quite a striker. No. In League One, he's a striker. Because in oh, League yeah. One, he's quick, and in League One, he's a good finisher. In the Championship, he's quick-ish and an average finisher. He's the sort of player where if... If he's on the bench, some... you're happy with him. If he's starting every week... Mm. Yeah. He'd be one of the players where if by some minor miracle we made playoffs and got up, he'd be, one of, he'd be on the list to go. Yeah. 100%. And I don't, I don't know. Looking at our squad, that there'd be many that'd stay. No, well, no. That, there's and a and, and, and I know, and Actually, I know that's, that's the same a, for most championship no, clubs. Really, I was just going to say there's some yeah. clubs though where you look through the squad and you think they could like, do a job. Like if you look at Fulham's squad, hmm. they've got a few players like you know Ikenis and Sessegnon and yep. Kevin McDonald in midfield. Yeah, there's players who you think they could do a job in Premier League. When you look at Leeds, size, Janssen. Ailing probably could if he's fully fit. Janssen could. Size could. Size, yeah. It, you see, Hernandez would have to go. His legs have gone. Oh, he's, in I've, terms of Premier I've League. Said bef- I've said, bef- I've keep saying it every podcast. I don't think he'll be here next season. No, neither do I. I don't wish him any ill. He's done a good no, job for us. Just, he's been a good think, player for us. I think but, he's. I think he's done. Um, but but I, I, is there anyone else in our squad who you'd say could hack it in Premier League? No. Janssen size ailing when he's fully fit. I mean, it's too I, soon to tell with the bock. For sure, can because we've seen him do he's it. He's done it. Vieira, Vieira probably could, possibly, uh, maybe in a year or two. Yeah, but beyond that, no, mm. not at all. And really, to get promoted from the championship, you need six players. Who you think? Look at Huddersfield last year when they went up. Granted, they're in, they're in a bit of a free fall at the moment, but you looked at that team. Granted, a lot of them were on loan, but they had like Aaron Moy there. They had um, Schindler. They, mm. they had some decent players. Yeah, Schindler, there. Chris Lover has made the step up well. They've yeah. The, is it Hegeler? The uh, one who scored. Yeah. Yeah. The one who scored against us. Few, and they had the on. they had the kids from Chelsea. Izzy Brown. Izzy Brown kissed Palmer. Yeah. You looked at that team and you thought, actually, yeah, it's a decent team. And then you looked at the strikers and thought. No, but then they went out and spent like ten million on Depotro and and Munia. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like when Bournemouth went up, you looked at them players like Abby Arter and stuff who's gone up to Premier League, done a good job. You do need that there, and you look at Wolves. I mean, I know we, we're well, saying well, Wolves well, can't well, be Wolves. We can't compare ourselves to, but you look at that squad and pff, most of them. Yeah. I, think, I think sadly, you look at the players we've had, especially over the last three years, 
if we'd have been adding to those. Oh, yeah. I mean, just again, that core of... It, it is true. At, that least, I think... at least Cook, Taylor and Byram with three players who clearly would do a job in the Premier League. Well, and if we'd Taylor have... is now getting a go and he's doing fine. Yeah. And Byram's played the last couple, now he's finally back from injury. Lewis Cook played Lewis against Cook Chelsea. Apparently, <laughs> tore Chelsea absolutely apart. ran the show away <laughs> yeah. at Chelsea. He tore Chelsea apart. Um, but we say it all the time. I mean, yeah, loads of those young players were good, but he's an absolute mile above any of them. He's. I mean, the, 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 there's a reason, and I know you can kind of take a leave some of the players that now play England youth internationals because the the conversion rate of going from that to the first team isn't what it used to be, but. He was captain of the England. It was he captain in the England under 18s team when they won the yeah. European Championship. Captain under 20s when they won World Cup. That happens for a reason. You are in that position. Well, there's um, a reason that he got called up for England. Yeah. yeah, and and we, you know, I think loads of Leeds fans have been looking at Bournemouth, going, "Why are you not playing this guy? Yeah. He is an outstanding midfielder." At least, yeah. at least Eddie Howe has finally realised this by the look of it. Mm. It, it's like you say. I mean. You could go back further than that, you know, when we had Gradle, Snodgrass, Housen, you know. If we'd have carried on progressing, I'm not saying throwing silly money at it, but... Just keeping players like yeah. Johnson and Kilkenny, yeah. or at least getting someone in, Not, you know, maybe not so much Kilkenny, but Bradley Johnson, not the most intelligent of footballers, but Jesus, he offered you something. I, so... You two know full well when Bradley Johnson left, how, how gutted me when Johnson mm. went. You never saw him lose an header. It was just your, it was your typical centre midfielder, combative, not the greatest player, as we said. it like a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... And again, if, if you then go with the philosophy of, okay, we are going to bring these young players in, and these are the players that... in three years time will be the basis of our first team that's fine but again we come back to the problem of every time we bring in a youngster we drop into senior players mm. because they're going somewhere else so we're just staying stationary yeah, yeah. but uh, last thing before we go on to the other news uh, what I other asked, news I asked this question <laughs> either a week ago or two weeks ago and we had two yeses and a no and I think it might have changed now do you think we can get in the playoffs this year? I am still no, as I was before. My heart says yeah. <laughs> Your heart <laughs> says yeah. Your heart says yeah. My yeah, says no. it's very much a case of can we? Yes. Well, will I mean... we? No. Mm. No. I'm very sceptical now. I, I, I'm, I'm I gonna... think now this this period of suspensions and injuries is we are going to fall too far behind. I'm going to be the beacon of optimism and say. Just. Oh, good. <laughs> Just. I, can, I can have a rest now. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, uh, we'll fly through the other news, because uh, some of it we've actually mentioned anyway. Uh, Malik Wilkes ended up going to Grimsby, even though the last time we recorded he was definitely going to Carlisle. It was literally yeah. five minutes after yeah. we finished we recording. We walked out, looked on Twitter, and he was going to Grimsby instead, but hopefully he gets some goals. Imagine if he'd got all the way up to go- Carlisle, then he gets told he's not going to Grimsby. For <laughs> Did you see that goal that he scored in under 23 a few weeks ago where he knocked it past two defenders and just ran past them? Yeah. Either they had really slow defenders or Malik Wilkes is faster than I realised. I mean, yeah, they've always said he's quick, but that was I mean, ridiculous. He, in that, he looked absolutely lightning. <laughs> looked like he was running against Jamie Clapham. <laughs> Another one that happened just as we were recording last time, Pascal Stryker. Stryker! Uh, yeah, Sinus, Sinus Stryker. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, centre-back from Ajax. 
uh, under seventeen international played at Euros. It's another young one. We'll see how he goes. Uh, I, he had I, an interesting I, debut for under twenty threes in that two all draw with Birmingham. Scored a goal. Scored an own goal. Very Johnny Woodgate, Stephen Taylor. It's his Woodgate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I said to you, if you're going to get a player from anyone's academy, Ajax is probably as good a shout as any. To yeah. be honest, I mean, he could be probably a very capable centre mid if he's a centre back and he's from Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, we signed Tyler Roberts, but we've spoke about that at length. Really, uh, the good thing is the initial fee is two and a half million. When like a week ago. A week and a half ago, they were talking about four, and we were saying that's too much. If it's two and a half, then yeah, yeah, I think. And the West Brom fans are furious. Yeah, and I think you said the. I can't remember what their local paper is, but it's like the Birmingham Mail or something like that. Their their reporter said it was a disappointing move for them in that regard. That's one of the things that gives me hope about him being. I mean, it's not going to turn the season around on his own this year by any means. But that's what gives he me hope do, of him he being better good. better turn it around. <laughs> it's what gives me hope of him being good. I always say that if, you know, it's like the management thing. You know, Grayson goes to and everyone still likes him. If he's leaving West Brom, not West Brom fans are going, oh, good luck in future, you're going to be really good, we really like you, wish you weren't going. Then he must be doing something like that. Uh, the, w- the one move that we caught, we've been calling the entire season with no evidence just because we think it'll happen that Andy Long are going to leave in January. Nailed on to happen, fell through on deadline day. <laughs> yeah, he was there. Who did so, they end up getting in the end? Sunderland. I don't think they got anyone. They were linked with someone else. They I were linked with Eldin Yakupovic. Yes. But I don't think it happened. Jesus. But yeah, uh, so that ended up falling through. Uh, did Peacock Farrell get his move on? Uh, he had his trial at Lance Krona. I didn't hear what else, so I'm guessing he's just back. Nice little holiday. Yeah. I hope he went <laughs> yeah. to Legoland. Yeah, I hear Sweden's lovely in January. It <laughs> 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 probably looks nice. I bet there's beautiful scenery covered check, in snow. But... I'll check his Instagram, see if he's posting any nice, you know, wilderness pictures. In all fairness, so you know, if we're on a budget now, it's 80 quid now, two for one on Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The other one, this one, it's another under-23 one, but it's quite interesting. Jordan Stevens from uh, Vegan United. <laughs> Forest Green Rovers. Uh, 17 years old, played 15 games this season in League Two, in middle of midfield. Uh, I will say, I do keep forgetting that they're not like a in the 12th club. tier <laughs> of football now. Yeah, uh, apparently he was wanted by bloody everyone. Uh, I, I just um, hope it's not another one. How often do we hear this? That's the problem, you see. Sean Holloway. No, <laughs> no, but, Robbie McDade. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That so many of these, it could be that he's really good at 17 and he stays exactly this good, yeah. which makes him not good enough. But then you get some who are shite at 20 and really good at 23. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, an, it's not an exact science. No. Especially if he's playing regularly in, in the football league. If he's playing it, regularly in League Two, it can't be that lightweight. Mm. Oh no, must have something about it. Yeah, yeah he's getting knocked But you do, you do kind of think if I'd, I'd rather I would see say that, that sort of deal as a buy and loan back. I, that's what I would have done with him actually. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of them deals. But mm. if he's not going to play, buy him, just go. But keep him for the rest of the season. Keep playing him. Yeah, it's better for his development. Yeah. But apparently, uh, the only knowledge of a fee is that it's six figures. That will make it probably 150. Yeah. If it had been any higher than that, they'd have said a figure close to a quarter of a million. Yeah. Mm. Or something like that. So I think it'll be that. Uh, deal is to 2020, option of a further year. Uh, I asked the four Forest Green Rovers fans in the world 
on Twitter. Uh, two of them got back to me. <laughs> uh, they both said he's, he's the best young player they've seen. Right. Admittedly, it's Forest Green. And they're only just into football leagues, so they've had many. But they were saying, even ones that we played against and stuff, he's one of the best young players they've seen at that level. Uh, I don't know if their opinion is trustworthy. I have no idea. <laughs> there are some they people could, on Twitter. The people that got back to me could be idiots, but it's all I've got to go on, so I'm going to choose to believe them. Yeah. They, they can't be plastic fans if they're going to watch Forest Green. Yeah. <laughs> it's bloody glory supporters watching them go up the ranks of, uh, you know, the LDV. <laughs> yeah. The Vanoramas. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... bloody FA vase. <laughs> And we did lose one player released on February 1st. Eogian Stokes. I've got it. Owen. He <laughs> looked like a rabbit in headlights, didn't he, when he played against Newport County? That Newport, that's it. There are people who've watched him and say he's got a bit of talent, but the only time I really saw him was that senior game and he was he'd looked absolutely awful, in fairness. Is he... Is he- did he go out on loan at any point? I don't think so. I don't, he did, thi- I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember him going out on loan. No. He was linked with a couple, but I don't think it ever happened. Yeah, and again, once you get to 21, you kind of get a rough idea, especially now that he's not getting a run in the under-23s. Yeah. It was time to go. And I'm glad that they just released him because transfer window was shut. There's no point leaving it to the And if you release him now, he can go get another club. Yeah. Whether he drops to League Two and tries to find a club or even conference, or... The Irish season starts like back end of like middle of February, doesn't it? So even if it's just to keep his fitness, it could go back over there. And I mean, even if he doesn't get straight in a team over there, I bet that nearly every Irish Premier League team would take him. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, good luck to him. But I didn't really see enough out of him to think he's ever going to do well. Cut to the twenty twenty two FA Cup when a goal from Owen Stokes knocks us out. Right. And then after, in all, in all fairness, they will be playing for Kettering or something yeah. like that. It'd be third round yeah. when they knock out. Uh, coincidentally, after Leeds decided to release a young Irish kid, coincidentally, Ian Hart decided to go full. I believe, as the kids call it, your da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was? It? Yeah, I've got the tweet in front of me. Fuming tonight. Went to watch Leeds under twenty threes v Birmingham. Leeds is losing its identity. All I could hear was Spanish being spoken by players and manager. We are a club over years and years brought through quality players. By the way, if the grammar's wrong, I'm reading this word for word. But what I witnessed is players lacking passion, desire to wear the Leeds shirt with pride. Everyone knows I love Leeds, but too many foreign players in twenty three is not good enough and killing the younger players' pathway. Andrea and Victor are very good. Victor, debatable. Uh, <laughs> as but, we have recently discussed. Yeah, but something needs addressing ASAP. F- before we go on to b- a breakdown of how he's actually, of, of his points, before what you did you in- think about what Ian Arts said? Right, well, before you go any further, Ian Arts from the Republic of Ireland, didn't he? Yeah, I believe... I believe, if we're being honest, what he did was move here from a foreign country and take the place of a young English lad in our, yeah. our academy. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who was half Irish here now, making this point. Uh, it, you know, stop talking bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I love Ian Art, yeah. but sorry, he's talking <laughs> shite. Honestly, the, I just like the idea of... You know, just pick a player, Tom Pierce, just shouting out in Spanish. <laughs> Donde? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. Oriol, queso. <laughs> <laughs> que? 
Oh, <laughs> Luciano just stood somewhere there in the crowd. See. <laughs> Well, you start to see the limits of our Spanish. <laughs> I am sure that um, I'm sure that these comments, by the way, have absolutely nothing to do with Ian Hart representing some young English players in Leeds Academy, and yeah. probably going to be representing some of our current under 18s and under 16s. And hang on a minute, right? If he's going on about foreign footballers coming and like blocking the pathways of young, you know, teams from uh, young kids from that nation, didn't he have a spell in Spain? Yeah, I believe he went to Levante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, again, I, I love Ian Hart, but... He went on. to Carlisle as well, and that is a different yeah. country altogether. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I'm going to give him one bit of credit. I do, when I've watched the under-23s, Carlos Cabrera does shout in Spanish a lot. That bit, because the team, the majority of it, doesn't speak Spanish, that bit, he has a point. Yeah. Right? Because it is easier to coach in England in English for the players. Hmm. Outside of that, <laughs> he said all, the play- all, all he could hear was Spanish being spoken by the players. There are five Spanish players between our under-23s, under-18s and under-16s. Hmm. Adrian Balboa, Hugo Diaz, Maga Gomez, who's been in, in, who's been in England since 2014 and yeah. probably speaks pretty good English. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Pachuca, Ole Ole. And... and Gomez wasn't even playing. So in that squad, there was four Spanish-speaking people. I mean, Sarkic may speak a bit, even though he was in Portugal. He might do. I don't yeah, know. Possibly. And, you know, strikes Dutch. He probably speaks about eight languages. English will be a second, though, <laughs> yeah. like all Dutch people. But yeah, so if four players out of 16 are Spanish speakers and all he could hear was Spanish, I'm afraid, Mr. Hyde, talking bollocks. <laughs> in my head now, I'm just hearing, Chicos, Chicos. Cuatro, cuatro, dos. <laughs> no, I believe it's... Just I believe it's... Like Leeds, say, Leeds under 23s will be playing cuatro, cuatro, fucking dos. <laughs> Malik Wilkes just... What? <laughs> just see one of them, can you? Dos. Catorze? No, that's you too. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah, for... You could ma- just see one at Young. Just across... Go- Carlos! Okay. One of young English lads just sit there. Fuck off, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, what's the Spanish for fullbacks? <laughs> yeah, but Ian Hart saying that we, we should be looking at English players. Well, we we are. What, what would it, what would he we did? Should we re-sign the Mackays? <laughs> Who are Scottish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are actually. Yeah. They? <laughs> I forgot the Scottish. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that part of it was it was just pissed off about something. And can, it just... can I just say, it's part of me thinking you could have stopped that sentence that there's part of me thinking he was just pissed. Mm. To be sure. <laughs> By the way, I have to say, the one that actually annoyed me more was Brian Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Brian Dean did a thing, and you'll have seen it on Twitter, it's like a fucking disease, this, that keeps happening. He's, he basically piped up agreeing with Ian Hart. So someone very calmly said, okay, but nine of the 16 were from the UK now, and there was only four Spanish players. And he put, yeah, but it's the perception. Fuck off. It's the perception saying, no, but that's not what it feels like. That's the shit Donald Trump says when you confront him with a fact. He just goes, yeah, but it doesn't feel like that. Good for you, Donald, but still. (laughs) But the thing is... It's it's very right-wing speak, isn't it? uh, It's not even so much right-wing, it's just bollocks, because left-wing people can do the same. Left-wing people could go, no, uh, 
no Muslim has ever committed a crime ever. And you could go, yeah, but here's the thing. Ah, but that's because of the perception. <laughs> you know, it can work on both sides. It's not politically, <laughs> but it's just a thing that people do now. They just go, yeah, but I don't feel like that's true. Yeah, that but it is. doesn't make you right. <laughs> but you think, though, right, of the time when Ian Hart had come through Academy and when he was just about breaking into the first team, you had, I know it were a bit before him, you had Gary Kelly, Irish, mm. McPhail, Irish, Mabry, Irish, Kewell, Australian, mm. you know. <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean. That is easier for them to settle because they're all native English speakers. But... It makes a sod all difference. To be fair to them, the club's response was quite good. Mm. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just responded saying, well, we picked ta- we picked based on talent, not passports. God, imagine him at Arsenal. Fucking <laughs> hell, he'd explode. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it, it's just... Sorry, I've just, I've just got an image of uh, Arsenal's under-18s manager communicating with the players. Good. Just trying to communicate <laughs> like that. Okay. Bloody hell, look, he's just speaking... Africa. I don't know if it's Afrikaans or what it is. Afrikaans but. does have clicks in it, but yeah. that's like they're <laughs> me. <laughs> you know that speech pattern. On yeah, words, I don't, I don't know noises. if you'd look at that. And think, oh yeah, the whole team speaking that. What even Chris Dagnall up front? Yep, yeah, even him. <laughs> Fuck it, it's time for Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon though? Just because he's been tired now with that badge unveiling video now it's just for oh, fuck it now I might as well just be <laughs> yeah. a full dip is that what it is, is, that, is that what it is <laughs> mad, he's mad at the club for getting him involved in that yeah. video <laughs> you know what how much of a shit storm can I cause by in one tweet <laughs> but I mean it's like so the other just... thing that he's messed up with is the influence that Spanish players lack passion and desire mm. I that's thought, listen that's, I, I've always thought it was I like, wouldn't, you know, it's Spanish not... people as being very passionate people <laughs> But he's talking about a nation here where the players have defended a European Championship and won a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, don't want any of them. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, his best player is Spanish. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know he spat at someone, but he's still his best player. <laughs> oh, yeah. And not only that, you know, he's talking about a nation where, you know, the best two teams are Real Madrid and Barcelona. He can't really say that they lack passion. <laughs> you know. I, th- I think it's very, it's a very small minded mind view to look and go, <laughs> Yes, we should only be developing British play- and Irish players. And the other thing is as well, you know if our under-18s and under-16s were all chock full of lads from all over the world? I, I mean, I wouldn't really care, but I can underst- then I could understand his point. Yeah. But when you look at under-18s and under-16s, it's just not the case. The under-16s, there's loads of English lads, them. and there's a few lads of African descent who I believe have been in England since they were like six. Like but a, like, there's like a Kenyan, Sam, Samuel Amisa, yeah, and, yeah, people like that. But I mean, it's just he it, it just don't have a leg to stand on. It's bollocks. In fairness to Leeds fans, but a, a few did. But for the most part, they weren't sycophantic just because it was Ian Hart. But there was loads of people just going, "Nah, bollocks." Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I just think on the whole, now you, you look at how you, you know, none of us are particularly happy about the number of foreign players in the Premier League. But at the same time, you can't look at that and go, listen, if we want to develop the best young players, then we are only going to ha- have British players. Y- you know, you can't have it both ways. You either <laughs> want to have the best possible team you can get, yeah. or you say, no, we are going to focus on developing British players. It, and that's fine. But it, unfortunately, you can't have it both ways. You can't go in and complain that it's not 1991. Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> you just... 
It's not all Look that at Alfie Harland there, the bloody blonde-haired foreigner that <laughs> he is. Speaking of, I'm still pissed off that we haven't signed his kid yet. Yeah, it, the massive Leeds fan, yeah. The massive Leeds <laughs> fan who constantly bangs on about wanting to play for Leeds and appears to be really good. He's like yeah. banging goals and he's 17. Yeah. <laughs> but, Loves a tackle. Being linked with you there. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you, getting back to what he said, though, you just, I mean, you look at that team that he played in at Leeds over the years. How many signings were for him? Especially under George Graham. <laughs> fucking Molinar, Haller, Ribeiro, Hayden, Hayden Vinard, Hasselbank. <laughs> you know, did, did he. I bet he didn't have that opinion then, did he? <laughs> you know. I mean, I know that, that. I mean, that is slightly different because it was for the senior team, but it still blocks. It's still blocking a it still blocks a kid coming up. Yeah. You know, I mean, but at the same time, you know, if you say it blocks a kid coming up, there might not necessarily enough. be a kid coming no. up. And if he's good, he'll get through anyway. Yeah. yeah. Look at Smith. Yeah. Look at Alan Smith. You, you had Asselbank there, Asselbank and Bridges, and then. Smith, he, he got in, <laughs> you know, he built for he was, When we were, you know, in the top four teams in Europe, he was our second choice striker. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, I do think a lot of it comes down to Tyler Denton was on the bench and not in the team. And by the way, he should have been in the starting lineup as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. For I've assumed, to be honest, with the defensive troubles we've had, when I, saw, squad. <laughs> when I saw he was on the bench, I figured the reason he was on the bench is because they didn't want to knock him out because he was probably going to have to be on the bench for the, for the first yeah. team the next day. Yeah, yeah. But the two that were bench. on the bench, the two that <laughs> were on the bench were Tom Pierce and Romario Vieira, who both played all game for under 23s the day before. Tom Pierce sat there. Slacking the Spanish. <laughs> speaking of Tom, I Pe- like the idea of him and Romario just sat there speaking Spanish to each other, so the rest of the subs bench doesn't know. Yeah, that that was yeah. Of, that was the other one. Of the ones J-Roy who Gross not allowed to know the Spanish. Of the ones who aren't UK and Ireland, this point and go wing. <laughs> See, yeah. of the ones who aren't UK and Ireland in that team. One of them, because he hasn't declared yet, I think Romario Vieira is still down as Guinea-Bissau or something. If you go a football manager, he is. He is yeah. Guinea-Bissau. Because Ronaldo <laughs> yeah. is now English because he's played for England in the 20s. Yeah. yeah. But, so there's him. But Sarkic is one of the former ones. He's from Mo- he's Montenegro. Yeah, but it's from but Grimsby. from Grimsby. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you said it happened. to me, shatters the illusion of the name Oliver Sarkic. Yeah. Grimsby. <laughs> Yeah, there's only one last bit of news, and it's speaking of people on Twitter getting really oh, mad about stuff for sake. no real reason. That photo of all the yeah all the people on their phones like four hours before kickoff. It was half eleven, and when you when even you, before the club confirmed it was half eleven, if there was other people in the changing room, it wasn't going to be an hour and a half before kickoff. No, and they're all wearing the travel stuff. Yeah. It looked like they had all literally just been put sat the down, down two minutes and they were just, yeah. yeah. They'll have probably been getting, they'll have been on that coach. I dare say they'll have been having a bit of a brief on Looking the coach. Around. Tom Pierce is there going, boys, boys, what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> yeah, but it, was like really hard. Just... it was really hard because he's used to being told it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I like now how we've just decided that Tom Pierce is just this destructive influence now. It's took over from Juve. No, it's all the under 23s. They're all plotting in Spanish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, especially then when, you, when your captain comes out and says, look, it's not the case. It was hours before the game. If And we're in an age now where smartphones and social media and that... Yeah. that 
Right, there's a couple, there was a couple of things. Well, there was a good thing that KC put on Twitter, so I'll leave him to say that. But it was the thing that Liam Cooper said where he went, if we won, no one gives a shit about that photo. Yeah. That's not a quote, but that's what he said. Yeah. 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 And he's right. It's, if fact, that photo I bet was... they were all on the phones the day before we went top at league. Bet they were. When we went top at league, I bet four hours before game, they were all in changing room looking at the smartphone. Do people nope. have it in their heads that it's like a Nike advert where they're all do like sat down but do you know doing a bit of juggling and fancy skills yeah. and <laughs> R- Ronaldo Vieira's going around nutmegging people yeah. left right side's got Ole. Mash Canada's playing and Tom Pierce is translating the lyrics. It's not only that though. That's the lasting my, image of Tom way, I've never seen him in my life. By the way, if anyone, to, if anyone says on Twitter, because it's Nike, Mash Canada might be Portuguese. <laughs> but, I think it's a Brazilian song. So it's probably but, Portuguese. But still. But fuck it. Um, yeah, fuck that, it. If Tom, Pierce, if Tom Pierce is Spanish, then. <laughs> if that pitch is taken at two o'clock. Different thing. Yeah, completely different the thing. If, if they're walking around the pitch. And they're all pissing about on the phones, and there's Christiansen there trying to give a yeah. fucking talk. Then yeah, fair enough, it's taking the piss. But fucking four hours before game, it, it was, it, uh, what there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people saying stuff like, "Yeah, but you know, they're, they're at work. They're not was, at work. They, well, one, they haven't started. They are at work. They haven't started yet. Yeah, that's. And like second that. of all, um, you know, when you're in a quiet bit at work and you're not doing anything, you look at your phone. Do you look at your phone? Yeah. No, you got to sit perfectly still. Because I, I believe I do. Yeah. Oh, I just sit perfectly In fact, still I looking straight forward until I get some more instructions. <laughs> <laughs> just stand... Goes like Stig. <laughs> just don't stand. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, the thing I said that I put on Twitter was, I'm oh, sorry, my big issue here is why are we letting people in the dressing room on a match day? Do it, that. Yeah. Like, why are stadium tours in the changing rooms when the players are there? <laughs> of course Tom Pierce looked lost. A group of strangers are ogling at him going, why is that dick not on his phone speaking all Spanish? <laughs> like, what? I, I don't understand why. I can understand it if it was like first thing on a morning, like before the players are in. But once the players are in, no, don't go in the changing room. No, leave it. I'm not like, I've, you know, I, I fully appreciate that the team news probably isn't up on a whiteboard somewhere and someone's going to snap a picture of it. But it just seems really on to let strangers in the dressing room while the players are sat there. Yeah. It, it, is, it is definitely one of them things where if we'd have played well and won, no one would give a shit. I mean, that to me, that's the equivalent of walking into that changing room in the late 90s and seeing them all reading a book. You'd be saying. Or playing cards. Yeah, you'd be saying, oh, well, fucking hell, they should be all dressed and changed. Or or ringing the bucket to bet on a horse. (laughs) Lee Boyer's book. How nice of you to call us again. (laughs) You'd just see Lee Boyer's book, couldn't it? Mafia Slags. Has this book been turned into a TV series that's been narrated by Danny Dyer? Yes, this is the book for me. No, it just, it's just stupid, especially at a time when we're on a bit of a bad run. There's just people looking to pick at anything. And yeah. There was also, I can't remember who it was, but someone put something on Twitter who just said, you do realise this has all come from someone who's supposed to be a Leeds fan releasing a picture to deliberately show the players in a bad light yeah. in order to try and get some retweets. Yeah. yeah. Worked. <laughs> oh yeah, it worked. <laughs> it's a dick, but it worked. Yeah. But it's it's like said, what Mind I, you but I suppose Twitter is built on people posting bad things to try and get retweets. Just ask Deli Alley. Yeah. <laughs> but you see 
<laughs> I mean, do not Google that. Yeah. <laughs> the, what I'd say though, to these people is, what what are you wanting these? What are you wanting players to do four hours before kickoff? What are you wanting them to do? Yeah. Do you, want you not to, want them on the phone? What are you should they all them to be do? having a massive in-depth tactical analysis yeah. at half past eleven in the morning? Do, 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 do these people think that when they're all coming in wearing their massive Beats headphones, they're listening to tactical instructions oh. like being piped directly into their ear? <laughs> I no, mean, commercial R&B. <laughs> I mean, how, how far do you go with it? I mean, genuinely, I'd love to sit down with someone who thinks that's wrong and say, well, okay then, what, what do they do? I, I like to think the team have got a massive uh, Candy Crush game going together. <laughs> Could you imagine they're all actually on the team WhatsApp and really bonding really well? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Pierce looking at it going, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to set the record straight and, and talk to us, Tom Pierce, and prove that you're not Spanish, we will happily have you on the podcast. But at the minute, Ian Hart says you are. So. <laughs> you're the left back, he's a left back. <laughs> right, uh, well, I believe KC has a Who Plays for us. Do have a Who Plays. But uh, before we going because uh, of the timing of the recording we pr- we are going to be ahead we we're going to miss the official announcement it's just going to happen yeah. but uh as of like 20 minutes ago uh Paul Heckingbottom is expected to be appointed the new head coach tonight he will be in charge of training at Four Parch tomorrow morning Leeds have activated his release clause it's pretty much done this is all from Phil Hay, so it's probably right. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, we're recording this Monday night, so Tuesday morning, this podcast will probably come out on the Tuesday. Hmm. So he will almost certainly be our new manager by the time this comes out. I'll I'll get behind him <laughs> if he's the man that the oh, yeah, shows to go. We've got to give, do it. We've got to give him a go. But I'm underwhelmed. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to I'm, do anything. I, I'm underwhelmed, but, but I'm willing to. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. If, if I'm being honest, in terms of, you know, who, who's out there, I think we could have done a lot better, but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, back him. He's here, I, so I'll back I him. He's going to be here. He isn't one I'd have picked, but once once he's in, he's in. Hopefully, hopefully he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish him all the best. Yeah. I can't see much changing, but... No. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, we've already talked plenty about him, so... Yeah. I say, we'll do that, and then just right at the end of the podcast, I'll check Twitter again, just in case. (laughs) Well, in in that case, it is is time for another classic, Who Plays? (laughs) Are we not going to try and break it this week like I did? No, no, I've gone, I've gone with a reasonable game. Eh? January 1987. You say reasonable game, mate. Now, I don't know what you've picked here. You've gone further back than I was. Yes, but it's a game we all think of fondly. Hang on, it's are a you, game, are it's you, a game we all remember. Are you telling me that you don't remember our time in the championship first time <laughs> on fondly? The end of it. No, no, not really. <sighs> well, Clearly, well, if Bailey Canfield's not getting a game, it's not worth it. It's not Nathan Cartman, but anyway... That's for another time. All the poor man's Chris Jones. Welsh hero, Chris yeah. Jones. <laughs> but for the game uh, I have chosen, it is Leeds United versus Derby County. 
the four-three comeback. Ooh, I won't. Now. I won't do well at this because now. I wasn't at that game. I was. That's the season that I got a half season ticket. The second half of that season. That's right. Yep. Ninety-six, ninety-seven. Yeah. Uh, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah. George yeah. My first, first and first full only season. full season, I yeah. believe. Yeah. My first games were the season before that. Yeah. I went to the. A decent number of games that season, but not that one. So, in this game, we only used two subs as well. So you have 13 to choose from. Right, fair enough. Are we going for the... Uh, we need the coin toss yeah, as the well. The traditional coin toss. Yes. What's the cheapest thing I can flip over in this studio? I'm not genuinely, right. I'm just looking now because I've got five Ps and a penny. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them are great for a coin no, toss. However, but... my wallet is out of reach, so... I don't know why you I'll look. do it. I don't yeah, you, you might as well flip uh, for Jack. Heads. Heads it is. Okay. Well, as there's an odd number, you have to go first. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but I'll get wrong. I'll get some wrong in this. So. <laughs> oh, so we go. Let's go two lives. Right. In this, I think that'd be reasonable. Uh, have you got pen, by the way? I'm going to do it all on my phone. Okay. Uh, well, it's ninety-seven eight. Yes. So in goal, Nigel Martin. That is correct. Just, just because I know he scored one of the goals, it were either the third or the fourth, Lee Boya. That's the fourth. I'm it's fairly sure winner, that's the it? winner. But it's Alfie Arland that's got think, well, I've said I'm gonna, I'm gonna not, worry, just throw names out there. I'm gonna, not be, I'm gonna not be a dick and say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I will say that Lee Boya was one of the substitutes. Yep. Oh, was he? Yes. Uh, the other substitute is a very surprising name. Well, uh, well. 97-8, so Radaby. Uh, that is correct. If I were you, I'd go for one you just said out loud. I already said it, so yeah, Alfie Arland. That is correct. Incorrect. <laughs> That'd be an ace if it was not. <laughs> a two, two for two for both of you so far. Back to Jack. Uh, Gary Kelly. Gary Kelly is correct. Harry Kewell. Is also correct. Three for three. We are 100% so far. Uh, seven, eight. Uh, Hasselbank. That is correct. Jimmy Hasselbank was the other substitute. Wow. Could I wasn't I'm surprised at that. So if he were the other sub. 98, 99. 97, 98. Oh, 97, 98. Sorry. David Weatherall is correct. <laughs> So that so Radaby and Weatherall is sent that, that ship. And you've said Kelly at that. Kelly at right back, yeah. So yeah, back to Jack. I'm just trying to think of uh years. I think there's two players in here you'll struggle with. Mm. Uh if Hasselbank was on the bench, then did Clyde Vinehard play? That is incorrect. Oh. Clyde Feinhardt was actually the next season. Oh, was he? Yeah. I could have sworn... I thought that that... In my head, that was a Radaby Masinga. No. <laughs> They're mates, so we'll sign them both. They're both from Surrey now. Um, if Asselbamp were on the bench, Rod Wallace? He's correct. Yeah. Concannon takes the lead. Mm. I'd say this is a better year for him than it is me. left. What positions are they again? I know we've got the left back. There's left back, 
woman for uh, centimetres. Yeah, you got. Yeah, is you this got, a dodgy one, like with me? It could be a striker or a winger. Uh, gee, uh, possibly two right midfield. This is George Graham. <laughs> essentially, there's another fullback. <laughs> um, yeah, there's two midfielders and two defenders. I'll say two midfielders and two defenders left. Yeah. So we're five at back. I no, I, I think I'm I know. Off this team. I've got a rough idea of who I think he might mean, but I'm not sure if he'll have played. Because he used to put fullbacks at wing all the time, did yeah. George Graham. If that's the case, I've got one. I, <clears throat> I want to say then, and this could take out my second life, Gunnar Haller. Mm. That's what I was going to say. Gunnar Haller is incorrect. Ooh. So let's see what Con Cannon can do now. Midfielders. David Opkin is correct. Yeah. Go again. It's you. You're, oh, I'm, I'm, You're through to the end. I'm out of lives. You've already won. So I've got, what, a left back, a midfielder. Possibly. I'm going to say a right back slash right winger. Right. That's not going to haller. And another striker. No, no, just those three. It's one up front, by the sounds of it. Uh-huh, yeah. Just Wallace. Who knows looking at this team itself. <laughs> Martin Heaton. It's incorrect. Uh, Bruno Ribeiro. Bruno Ribeiro is correct. Right. Hero of mine. The first the first person I ever had on the back of a shirt, Bruno <laughs> Ribeiro. Right, two to go. So a left back. I'll, I'll just say, as, as we know them, it's a left back and a right back. think it's going to be too early but Ian Hart Ian Hart is incorrect yeah. you not, say not you, too early though because he had no, he had definitely played but I don't think no, enough to be regular no you know earlier when I was saying is it it's because I wanted to go does he hate Spaniards <laughs> 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 shit Tom Pierce has played already he's holding in his face <laughs> so I'm done I'm yeah. With, well, yeah I'm done I was going to say there's only two left you've already won it yeah so, so but we'll see if we can come up with it, up it. uh so we're just waiting on what? A left back? A left, a left back. back and a right back. From that time. Are we just calling it? David are we Robertson. Out? Oh, David Robertson call. is correct. Well played. He is the left back. Yeah, well David blurred. Robertson. So right, right back, back slash right mid. And it's not Gunnar Haller and we've already said Gary Kelly. And no, and not Martin Heaton either. Who else could it be? I think he'd gone by then. Pemberton. Pemberton had gone. No, yeah, he'd, he'd gone by then because I never saw him. I, I, will I think give, he went out I will give you this clue. One. He played for us in the Champions League. And he signed it and he was there in 1997, 98. Yeah, why am I saying 98, 99? Must be a mental block. Yeah. <laughs> just, and he, he played in the Champions League. Is it Alan Mabry? It is Alan Mabry. Oh. <laughs> Alan Mabry started that game. Wow. Jesus. And he was the one, he came off at half time for Lee Bowyer. Worked out well to be fair. <laughs> God, I know that that game ended up 4 3, so it was a really bad example. But God, he was negative, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was I know a lot that of it was the had... right thing to do when he first came oh, in. Yeah, yeah. But God, he was negative. <laughs> what did that end up then? Uh, we had Jack, Jack got uh, Nigel Martin, Gary Kelly, Lucas Radaby, and Jimmy Hasselbanks. So that's four. 
and Connie got David Weatherall, Alfie Harland, David Hopkin, Bruno Ribeiro, Harry Kuehl, Rod Wallace, and Lee Bowyer. I'm just happy to be on board now. One one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a, a good yeah. Isn't isn't that the game that your dad made you leave? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. We were three two down, and oh, I was I'll have been twelve at that point, and my dad got up. His exact words still to this day. I remembered it. It says, "Absolute shite." Come on, we're going home. We're going to miss the traffic because we parked. We, when when I used to go when I was a kid with my dad, we used to park at Lowfields at what was Wallace Arnold mm. just before flyover, mm. and he parked in there. And he says, "Come on, absolute shite. We're going home." And obviously, the problem at that age is you don't get a say. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've, from that day, I have never once left a game early. Never once. And we got back in the car to John Bradley on, on 96.3 Radio Air just called out it's free all oh and then literally no sooner had we got out of the car park where we were came in it's four and my dad just sat he just went for fuck's sake and <laughs> I was 12 but so obviously I didn't say it through fear of him putting my head through the window but I just thought yeah for fuck's sake dad <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Well, well, you know that, never leaving a game early. Yep. I had to leave the Cardiff game like 90 seconds before the end. Jesus. Because I was getting the bus back from Elmwood into town. Yeah, yeah, And so many people were leaving. Now, and if I don't go here, yeah, then yeah, I'm just... I'm not getting on this bus. People who've got those buses know they've got a certain amount and then they all go into Leeds and then they all come back round. Yeah, yeah. But because at times of the buses to get home from Leeds, yeah. if you miss that first round of them, yeah, you're fucked. I had... I don't believe that I'd ever left a game early that I can remember. And I said, when I said at 3 0 at half time, I said to the guy next to me, I went, I might have to leave this game early at this rate because so many people are gonna, I'm gonna be fucked for getting home. It's okay, because. And I had to just like literally about 90 seconds left, I had to go out and just run. And I got the last one. Because half the buses had gone before full time because they were full. My my dad he's got a he's got previous we're missing goals as my dad. I remember we'd gone to a game and for life for me I can't remember who we were playing, but Brian Dean scored two goals in the space of fucking four minutes. Both the goals were scored. We took one of my younger cousins who were really young at the time, we're talking like it may have been ninety seven. It was either 96, 97 or 97, 98, one of them two years. But I remember being there, we were in the East Stand, and he went down to the toilet with my cousin. And he says, it's still this day, he stood there and he's getting him to go and all that. And he just did two roars go up and he were like, well, one of them were a goal, definitely. The second one, bit too quick, penalty maybe. Comes back, I'm just sat there on my own and he's like, Looked at scoreboard and he just looked at my cousin. Just as, he just wanted to fucking thwack him down. And I, yeah, just literally just bang down the stairs. He's, he's, he has got previous with it as my dad. Yeah, he's um, he's not good for that. Bless him. I think I've gone. I think given a lot of the time I've had season tickets, it's always been in like the Bremner suite or what used to be the Premier Lounge. Mm. So I've gone down. I've gone downstairs early from games. Fucking the the, the the 
epic Charlton 1-1 games that were the dullest games. Just still, going down. still to this day, by the way, that one over each other. It needs the worst game I've ever seen. Genuinely, people talking about what they were getting from Asda. Yeah. I oh, heard, do you, I heard you just sat on the to talk about anything else? Go, oh, and I wouldn't mind, there was two pretty good goals. David Norris's goal was a good finish, and mm. Dorian DeVete scored theirs. <laughs> yes. And it was from about 30 yards. But it was the only two things that happened. <laughs> yeah, everything oh. else, it was just in the midfield, and just <laughs> everyone genuinely, where I was sat, there were two blokes talking about going shopping at Asda. Genuinely. I, know, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't get any of that arse meeting me fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh, it was, it was dire. Yeah, there's, there's times I've never... I've not left games early. Um, yeah, I'll just... To go to watch somewhere more comfortable. Nah, it was the that's how in, one of the reasons why I knew how bad that Cardiff game was because so many had left. And I thought, oh, I've been yeah. here all I've, I, like no one left that early for anything else. No. So, uh, speaking of things that if it goes wrong could make you want to leave early. Saturday, Sheffield United away. Yeah. They're eighth, forty-six points from thirty. Last five lost. I've, I've written down here they lost 3-0 at Sheffield United. That can't be right. <laughs> uh, the last game they lost 3-0 to someone... I think it was Wolves off the top of my head. Uh, I think it was at Wolves. Mm. Um, they got beat at home 1-0 by Villa. They beat Preston 1-0. Lost 1-2-1 uh, at Norwich. 0-0 Sheffield Derby. To be fair, it's you, when you look at them games, it's the sort of results you'd expect, given yeah. current form. And Yeah, they, yeah. they started really well. They've dropped off a bit to... Closer to the level you'd expect. I mean, I thought they'd get in playoffs before we the season. Ru- we ruined them. They, they tonked us and they kind of went off. They tonked us 2-1. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that that was... It was. It, it was very flattering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their keeper got sent off in the last match. But Jamal Blackman's normally the number one anyway, isn't he? He's the one who won at Chelsea, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he's still... I think he's on loan from Is Chelsea. He, um, yeah. right, but uh, Simon Moore was in goal and he got sent off, but apparently Jamal Blackman's expected to be fit, so it, they won't actually miss anyone. A no. uh, couple of decent defenders, Stearman and Chris Basham are pretty good. That Jack O'Connell's meant to be all right, but I haven't seen that much of him. Stearman and Basham have been in and around this league yeah. all the careers, haven't they? I just remember when... I'm pretty sure it was Bolton's academy director... And I'm, I think we had him for a period of time, and he boasted of producing some young players. And Chris ba- and Chris Basham was on that list. You go, <laughs> who's proud of producing Chris Basham? <laughs> yeah, uh, the the player that I really like from them won't be playing. David Brooks. He's been out for about two months now. Glandular fever. God, that's when you start to feel old in it. When there's professional footballers out with glandular fever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Well, Charlie Taylor had it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Good no, player, it's still um, Andy Gray when he was when he went back to Bradford being out with shingles. Yeah, <laughs> I quite liked that. Plague next. <laughs> uh, they've got John Fleck in middle. He's pretty good. Yeah, uh, they're, they're just solid. But up front, Billy Sharp, Clayton Donaldson, James Wilson on loan from Scum, Leon Clark. Again, if it comes he, to he, it, Chad he, Evans as well. James but, Wilson is a good player to get in on loan. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I mean, I know he's at Man United, so. They'd probably be more reluctant to send us send us a player who isn't Cameron Barfoot Jackson mm. uh, than there would be to others. But I've always quite liked him. He's always looked good when he's had some game time at Scum. So I, mean, I always banned the drum about him, Billy Sharp. Yeah, we, we had him. <laughs> Sorry, was it James Wilson who threw up during a Brighton game? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I'm well known. I was on New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, 
obviously, look, their squad is fine and they haven't got that many injuries, so it'll probably be stronger than ours is at the minute. But the most important question, really, I mean, it looks like as manager is going to be Heckingbottom. So the most important question is, who the fuck is going to play in defence for Leeds? El Gigante, Tom Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to have a furry muscle suit? <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I told you, Ian. <laughs> Bastard. I mean, who else is there? <laughs> well, genuinely, if you don't include the under 23s, Vernon and Eat, there, is, play there is our fit defenders are Pennington and Debock. Well, you're going to have to put Vernon and Eat in there, aren't right, you, at fullback? You're going to have to do. Well, he might I'll play say- Debock left back, Dallas right back. He's played Dallas right back the last two games. Who's he? <sighs> He's, he's not there. Oh, shit. Yeah, good point. He's played. He, he's not in charge. <laughs> That's an excellent point, Casey. Okay. Christensen played him at right back the last two games, so maybe Heckingbottom will do the same. Heckingbottom's going to come in and go, Heckingbottom! <laughs> I don't... See ya at the Bramall Lane. <laughs> I'll be waiting on you at the Bramall Lane. <laughs> I, honestly, Heckingbottom's going to walk into this and go, what the fuck have I got to work yeah. with here? I, th- I I don't think he'll play Dallas because I think he'll go defensive. Do you think he'll play Dallas on wing? Yeah. And, and like, I have think, both of them. Yeah. I think he'll go... Treat treat them like they're Gary Kelly and Alan Mabry. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think Anita will play at full-back. Hmm. <sighs> Is anyone's fucking guess? So what do you reckon? Anita, Anita right-back? Debock left-back? Pennington. Right, Christensen, before he got sacked, was on about playing Forshaw in centre midfield. And I, in the play ratings that I did for the last game, I said, if he does that, he wants a slap. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I, I'm really against that idea. Yeah. Uh, I f- who, uh, basically, whoever's in best form of the under-23s. I'd put Ray in. It could be Ray if they wanted to use him as a centre-back. It could be that strike if they rate him. Halmey if he's fit and they rate him. Mm. I mean, Halme is at least like six foot four, so there's a bit of height in there. I mean, some height, th- and he can get his head on some things. I mean, you think if they went with Anita, you, you've got Debock who's out wide anyway, so he doesn't really come into it. Pennington who's not the tallest and he's not the best in air for a centre back. No, he's so at least if they were to play Halme, who knows? It could be shite in air. I don't even but know he's if he's got Hal- a bit of height. The thing is, it. I don't even know if Halme's fit because he hasn't played in the last few under 23. He hasn't played. Yeah. I'm not sure he's played any under 23 games since he came in. No. I, I, don't worry, boys. Grot. <laughs> Grot right back. Just to get his head on it. <laughs> it's getting to that stage. I, I think it was uh, Mike Stellick wrote the uh, wrote a joke, at, but basically a joking article saying that Leeds need a centre back and basically saying it should be La Saga. <laughs> And at this rate, <laughs> you know, it's Richard Cresswell at Derby all over again. <laughs> but no, genuinely, I'm. I mean, you've Romario got Vieira. He you, has yeah. played at centre back in the under twenty threes this season. I mean, other than Anita, there ain't really anyone established that you no. can say. And the problem is, I wouldn't want Anita at centre back. God, imagine. No, I mean, he ca- that'd be even worse than when we played Paul Telfer. <laughs> he was guiding AD White in those games. <laughs> like, a genuine, we just, I don't know what they're going to do at centre-half. Unless they change formation, go three at back, and then play the win-backs. Uh, yeah, but I then... I don't know. But we're, playing, we're still playing two full-backs at centre-back. That mm. needs us having three centre-backs, and we've only got one. I mean... Do, I mean, do we look at Paddy O'Connor or someone if, like that? If, yeah, or Paddy O'Connor. O'Connor yeah. 
I mean, I know if they did go three at the back, you could have Pennington as the central one, yeah. use De Bock as a left centre-back, yeah. which isn't ideal by any means, no, no. and then have an, Oak, an O'Connor or someone like that alongside him, just so there's extra bodies, and then you could have... And have someone in front. And then you could have maybe... Depending on whether they wanted the work rate of just solid defensively, either Dallas and Alioski or Dallas and Anita... T- uh, as the wing backs, I was just going to say if you did move Debock in, yeah, it's not ideal. But Alioski has played no, left wing back. I, I think that if we did switch to three to three at the back with wing backs, then I think Alioski would be playing there. At mm-hmm. least this week when we've got everyone out, because yeah. Debock would probably be needed in field. But I mean, just the good thing is that uh, is this the game where Phillips. And O'Kane are both back. They're both done after this. Are they both back for yes. this game? Uh, Phillips was know. two games. He'll be back then. So he's and he was definitely banned for the last two. Phillips yeah. is a centre back. <sighs> right, I wouldn't, but I've heard worse. Yeah, there's worse calls out there. Yeah. He'll he'll put himself about and he'll run his bollocks off and he'll. He I could... mean, he'll definitely get sent off for two yellows <laughs> if he plays centre back. But <laughs> but no, genuinely. I mean, I think that... Good you luck, Heckingbottom. I think Good that you have to... to you. <laughs> personally, I think you have to throw one under 23s in. Yeah. Because why are they there? If you don't trust them enough to do this in an emergency... Yeah, they shouldn't be there. Then they shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, I mean... if I mean, Paddy O'Connor looked good in pre-season. Yeah. As a right-back, so playing him as a right centre-back, which I'm sure he's got the top... He's tall enough and he is a centre-back, so... It don't be... It, I mean, obviously, we're not talking that, but... I mean, I used to play left centre back. If someone asked me to play right centre back, it wasn't an issue. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you five yards further in, that's yeah. all to where I normally am. But so they could do it, but it's like we've just said then it, it, these players if they're there for a reason. Yeah. These You've got to trust the one of them. So yeah. So what do we so it'll, we reckon it'll be Veedvald in goal. Yeah. I'm gonna say we stick with all at the back. And say one of the under twenty three. Yeah, I think it and I think that you're I think you're right actually that it'll play Dallas as a midfielder. Yeah. So I think yeah, Anita right back, Debock left back, Pennington, and I'm gonna take a shot at Paddy O'Connor. I'd say Oriol there, but there's a yeah. chance for even or isn't there? So I'm just looking at the team from the Birmingham game, which is I think it was like four days ago. And the the back four, as as it appears here anyway, is Diaz Stroik, Vieira, and O'Connor. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'd, I'd probably lean towards Romario Vieira. He's, he's been, been in and about team. He's been yeah, on bench on it last few games. So. Well, also, uh, it could well be Tom Pierce himself, El Gigante. See, si. because he is a left back, but I've heard some people say that he's been used as a centre back. So yeah. either him at left back or the move to Bock in. Where's Joshua Vermouten when you want him? Oh, God. <laughs> no, do you know what I heard someone say when I was waiting for the bus back from Ellen Road, actually, after the game? Oh. I heard someone say, fucking, where's Ross Killer when you need him? <laughs> Ross Killer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, with, the, with Phillips being back, I think it'll be for sure in Phillips. Because yeah. Vieira haven't looked fit any of the last few games. I'm guessing, I mean, it's knee tendonitis, isn't it? It yeah. just does get worse and then get better a bit. Mm. And it needs managing, so I think he'll probably get rested. Uh, so you can see him being on bench, maybe, can't you? Yeah. 
I've, at this stage, given where we are, I'm not opposed to giving Sacco a couple of a couple of games. No, nope. uh, I, I I wouldn't be furious, but when he's come on, he's been awful the last couple of times. I don't know that. I don't think he was too bad at Ipswich. It did. Yeah, but he's come on three times since then. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah, and he's been like it was absolutely abysmal when he came on against Cardiff. It was so yeah. bad. It was like I'd... a headless chicken, even more than normal. Yeah. But, but if nothing else, at least does it not give Alioski a bit of a boot up the ass mm. if he's dropped for a game or two? I feel like I honestly feel like going fuck it, Sarkic, or you know, just going. <laughs> Yeah. Here, have a kick up the arse. Here's a youth player. Here's here's Tomenishkov. Put him oh. on the wing. Is he a winger? No, fuck it, stick him there. Yeah. Where's always, Chris Dawson? There's always Jerboy. I'd sooner Jack Clark than Jerboy. We know you like to go out wide. You're playing right wing. Finally gets in box. Honestly, <laughs> having sake, watched Jerboy. the bit, having seen the last bit, I only saw some of the under twenty three game because I was in office. But having seen the last bit of it, I'd sooner Sam Dolby than Grot. Jesus. Came on, got a goal. Yeah. Uh, right, this is the weirdest predictions that we're going to have because as of yet, even though it looks nailed on its second moment, as of yet, we don't know who's going to play and we don't know who's going to be manager. No. Uh, I would love to be optimistic, but I say we get beat 2-1. I'm going to say we grind out a one-all draw. I'm going to say we lose 1-0. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard to be... I mean, the, I will say one thing, with us getting a new manager, if it was anyone other than us, I'd be saying, well, they've got a new manager. Teams always win when they get a new manager. But I just can't see it. When, you, when, when you're scrambling around trying to figure out who you defend, like, even if you're playing a back four and you can't figure out who the two centre-backs are going to yeah. be, you know, you're in a bit of trouble. Against a team who, granted, as we've said, they've dropped off the eighth. They're yeah. not a bad team. They've only dropped off because <laughs> yeah. they were fourth. Yeah, they, they're not a bad team. And, I mean, that strike force alone, any one of them four can cause you problems. Yeah, and, and that's with be, a full strength defence there And as they well. will be massively up for it because it's Chef Nine and Leeds. It's a chance to do a double over us. Yeah, Wilder will have them fired up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if someone offered me a jar, I'd snap their hand off for Oh, it. definitely. Yeah. Mm. At this point. Until we get everyone back. If we had you know, two proper centre-halves available, then I'd maybe, you know, I'd be a bit more optimistic in saying we can go there and get a point. But I'm I'm saying it more in hope than all else. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think if we just can, if we can keep things tight and make a good account of ourselves, then I'd, I'd kind of take that at this point. See, if we can frustrate them, you know, like as you say, keep it tight. Even to you know, first half hour, just get into it. And... Sorry, I've just realised we're all being really fucking stupid. When we were doing his teams, then we all forgot Tyler Roberts existed. I don't think it'll work. No, it might not start, but none of us even mentioned his name, did we? <laughs> to be honest, did you forget about him? Because yeah. I did. For centre back, 
Yeah, <laughs> let's play it centre. But I like didn't even think of him as an option. I just, totally forgot he was there. Damn, we've just been talking about Tyler Denton as an option for full Yeah, back. if De Bock moves inside to left back, it could Although I would think that it will be Pierce because why else is Pierce getting on bench ahead of Denton? Donder. <laughs> That's why, because Tom Pierce is Spanish. Denton uh, doesn't know the language no, yet. You know what, genuinely, then, uh, he won't, but I would probably pick Roberts ahead of one of Alioski if I wanted to play him wide or Lasogga if I wanted to play him up front. Hmm. Do we think it's the right game to throw him in? I don't think it is the right game to no, throw him in, no. but I think if you're going to give him all kick backside and just, I, I would just make a few changes and go, right, go out there and fucking prove something. Yeah, just roam, go yeah. at them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, but genuinely, when I was doing that, when I was thinking of players then, I totally forgot he existed. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've just checked Twitter. There is nothing confirmed as of yet, but still, it looks like by the time this comes out, Heckenbottom's new manager. Uh but yeah, that'll do us for episode 16 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I've been Jack. I've been Connor. I've been KC. Uh, at Mighty Whites pod on Twitter. The stuff right goes up on for it all together, which is at THRU, it's all LUFC, which I very nearly managed to forget what it was then. Well played though, good recovery. Yeah. Good recovery. That's thing. something you say at Ellen Road all the time when they give the ball away. Oh, yeah. Shit pass. Oh, good recovery. <laughs> Scott so, Parker special. <laughs> so yeah, uh, all hecking bottom, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye.